peace, namaste, and shalom. Everybody out there in dreamland, I am the beyond top secret Texan. Join me on my podcast, the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast, where I explore the outer limits of human abilities, top secret military technologies, the reality of extraterrestrial Earth alliances, secret space wars, advanced cryptozoology, subjects of theosophic truth, esotericism, and the occult. Beyond the Top Secret Texan Podcast. Greetings everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very much for tuning in to another broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan Podcast. I am your host, the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. And it is my pleasure to be doing so. Thank you all new and old listeners alike. Thank you all for having supported me. Those that have listened from the very beginning from 2020 and onward as we have made our journey episode by episode, step by step, video by video, interview by interview, conversation by conversation. Iron truly sharpens iron. Thank you all new listeners. Those that have jumped aboard, maybe been interested, um, you know, this is your first episode, saw a link to it, uh, saw it on social media or something, feel free to view the archive of past episodes that range into the hundreds. I'm now on season four of my podcast, for example, so we have plenty of material for new listeners to sink their teeth into, to sharpen their teeth, to sink their fangs into the neck of the UFO discussion, world, topic, uh, discipline, ufology. It's all at large and thank you all new UFO knots thank you all out there in dreamland who are astral projecting and remote viewing this right now with your third eye awakening your kundalini spirit orgasming up your spine through your crown chakra Kings and queens of the world, be it this one or another from a galaxy far, far away. Thank you all, humans and non-humans alike. Thank you all, friend and foe alike, for I know at least half of you are spies and mercenaries and intelligence agents from all sorts of three-letter federal and private agencies 
from this country as well as all others furiously taking notes and trying to get your fingers on the pulse of the awakening you can't put a name on it folks but if you're a friend you're a friend and you know it and you're welcome and if you're a foe you're a foe and you know it and you're also welcome temple of peace that which is truly set upon the temple of truth we built our house on the rock a city upon a hill today we're going to be speaking about the states of matter not the states that matter be it the United States not states of mattering, meaning relevance to present day trends or fads or culture, but rather the actual physical states of matter, the states that really matter, the states of our matter. What's the matter? Well, I'll tell you, baby birds. States of matter are distinguished by changes in properties of matter associated with external factors like pressure and temperature. States are usually distinguished by a discontinuity in one of those properties. For example, raising the temperature of ice produces a discontinuity and an increase in temperature. The four classical states of matter are usually summarized as solid, liquid, gas, and plasma. In the 20th century, however, increased understanding of the more exotic properties of matter resulted in the identification of many additional states of matter, none of which are observed in normal conditions. Common States Solid. A solid holds a definite shape and volume without a container. The particles are held very close to each other. Amorphous solid. A solid in which there is no far-ranging order of the positions of the atoms. Crystalline solids. A solid in which atoms, molecules, or ions are packed in regular orders. Plastic crystal solids, a molecular solid with long-range positional order, but with constituent molecules retaining rotational freedom. Quasi-crystal solids, a solid in which the position of the atoms have long-range order, but this is not in a repeating pattern. Now, the reason why this is important to me, as we are just getting started in our huge list, actually, it's a pretty long list of physical realities. Let me just get this point out before I go any further. UFOs, extraterrestrials, life itself, the theories of the universe, as well as its merger with that of the metaphysical, what one would call even psychic or spiritual 
dimensions, higher dimensions, frequencies and spectrums of energy. Well, for one, we only can see it looking out from our physical senses and our physical makeup of matter, our density, as the UFO New Age community often puts it. This is that density. These are the physical descriptions of that density and those properties of this density. Now, we exist in the more basic and rudimentary surface-level 3D physicalities. UFOs could be constructed from their very basic materials upward in these various exotic forms of matter. These states of matter could be actually the entirety of the domain that UFOs and certain extraterrestrial species operate and survive in, let alone thrive in. Imagine how alien, for example, us being merely solid, in fact biologically an amorphous solid, coming into a contact with a creature or an intelligent species whose both physical existence and technology is based on a plastic crystal technology or actually state of matter. All their physical structures, vehicles, and weaponry is not solid as we would understand it, being very basic beings of a crystalline solid, but a plastic crystalline solid. One would call that maybe even 4D in an attempt to describe it. <coughs> excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, it's that season again. Pollen season, summer. And I am currently refurbishing an apartment um, so there's a lot of where well, I'm making a studio in my living room so and and you know full-time residence so there's a lot of dust in the air currently where I am but yeah sorry about that could not get out of the way of the microphone in time so let's get into it a solid or sorry liquid a mostly non-compressible fluid able to conform to the shape of its container but retains a nearly constant volume independent of pressure. Liquid crystal. Properties intermediate between liquids and crystals. Generally able to flow like a liquid but exhibiting long-range structural order. Gas. A compressible fluid. Not only will a gas take the shape of its container, but it will also expand to fill the volume of their container. Either increasing or decreasing in density depending on the volume. Plasma. Free charged particles. 
usually in equal numbers such as ions and electrons. Unlike gases, plasma may self-generate magnetic fields and electric currents and respond strongly and collectively to electromagnetic forces. Plasma is very uncommon on Earth except for the ionosphere although it is the most common state of matter in the universe. Modern states. Supercritical fluid. At sufficient high temperatures and pressures, the distinction between liquid and gas disappears. Degenerate matter. Matter under very high pressure supported by the Pauli exclusive principle. This includes electron degenerate matter found inside white dwarf stars. Electrons remain bound to atoms but are able to transfer to adjacent atoms. Neutron degenerate matter found in neutron stars vast gravitational pressure compresses atoms so strongly that the electrons are forced to combine with protons via inverse beta decay resulting in a super dense conglomerate of neutrons normally free neutrons outside an atomic nucleus will decay with a half-life of just under 15 minutes but in a neutron star, as in the nucleus of an atom, other effects stabilize the neutrons. Strange matter. A type of quark matter that may exist inside some neutron stars close to the tallman oppenheyer volkoff limit. Approximately 2 to 3 solar masses. May be stable at low energy states once formed. Quantum spin Hall state. A theoretical phase that may pave the way for the development of electron devices that dissipate less energy and generate less heat. This is a deriva derivation of the quantum Hall state of matter. I want you to kind of pay attention to that. The quantum spin Hall state is a theoretical phase that may pave the way for the development of electronic devices that dissipate less energy and generate less heat. That word, theoretical phase, means that they've already proven it and have theorized and done all the math for it and released it, but yet have no physical evidence of it because that remains top secret. But here at the Beyond Top Secret, we expose these things, and I just want you to know that the Secret Space Program uses these exotic states of matter in terms of their electronic technologies. So that they no longer are playing in the realm of understandable electronic or electric or electronic engineering. Boss, oh sorry, the Bose-Einstein condescent, 
a phase in which a large number of bosons all inhabit the same quantum state, in effect becoming one single wave particle. This is a low-energy phase that can only be formed in laboratory conditions and very cold temperatures. It must be close to zero Kelvin, or absolute zero. Satyendra Nath Bose and Albert Einstein predicted the existence of such a state in the 1920s, but it was not observed until 1995 by Eric Cornell and Carl Wyman. See what I'm saying? They have all the science, quote-unquote math, engineering, uh, testing, theorizing, um, hypothesizing, experiments done in the thought realm released to the public, but only after a sufficient amount of time do they ever dare to reveal it physically being the case or reality of our very world. Now imagine if the distance between the the creation of the concept, right, the proof of concept, the patent, if you were, or is in the 1920s, that technologies, lab experiments could have been completely theoretically possible to have been explored and funded by the Illuminati, secret space program, military type projects like the DARPA experiments and, uh, you know, Navy research, and that the Bose-Einstein condescent is actually utilized in the engines and in other arenas say AI to create things like quantum manipulation time machines for lack of a better word quantum computers which are effectively time machines because they can can predict with a stunning amount of accuracy events based on the present amount of data into the future sky's the limit with these things. And like I said, they're not playing with the cards that they deal you. They have whole new suits and, you know, royalty that effectively don't even... It's not the same game. You know, like, you're playing poker and then they're playing... Or you're playing, like, you know, um, uh, solitaire and they're playing Texas Hold'em. Like, it's not the same at all. Fermionic Condensant, similar to the Bose-Einstein condensant, but composed of fermions, also known as the Fermi-Dirac condensant. The Pauli exclusion principle prevents fermions from entering the same quantum state, but a pair of fermions can behave like a boson, and multiple such pairs can then enter the same quantum state without restriction. This is literally the science of time travel of traveling in between multiverses or in between timelines and being able to physically do so while exact physical copies of yourself exist disjointed from time and space. This is why the universe doesn't collapse during every single interaction between past and future or future and past. Superconductivity is a phenomenon of exactly zero electrical resistance and expulsion of magnetic fields occurring in certain materials when cooled below a characteristic critical temperature. Superconductivity is the ground state of many elemental metals. 
super fluid. Oh, sorry. Superconductivity is especially common and prevalent in precious metals, i.e. gold, platinum, silver, and copper. Superfluid. A phase achieved by a few cryogenic liquids at extreme temperature at which they become able to flow without friction. A superfluid can flow up the side of an open container and down the outside. Placing a superfluid in a spinning container will result in quantized vortices. This superfluid state of matter is what they get the red mercury or the uh, even plain mercury if they can get the voltage high enough to spin both in counterclockwise or counter rotationally to itself. This concept blows people's minds that within one spinning mass of fluid they can get two different equally opposing directions to spin based on alternating electrical currents as well as the fact that superfluids uh, um, super have no friction and so can generate massive amounts of spin cycle, like RPM, around, uh, rate per minute. It's how they power the anti-gravity devices that run both in our atmosphere and in uh, deep space, basically. Super solid. Similar to, a, oh, they're called toroids. Toroids and torsional uh, power. Uh, Hoagland, Bill Hoagland, for example, talked a lot about this stuff. I mean, Richard Hoagland talked a lot about Taurus uh, and toroidal and the Merkaba, things like ancient alien designs, Egyptian power uh, structures. They were all based on toroidal designs, which is a counterclockwise, a counter-rotationally clockwise, uh, rotating to its own self. Uh, but once you get the, the actual conflict there, that that split within itself, where it's both rotating in two separate directions, but based on two different points in its own exist or in body of fluid. Uh, when it's mercury, it generates um, its own basically anti-magnetic, anti-density field. And when it sounds extremely complicated, but in physical reality, it's not. It's just uh, being able to apply a sufficient amount of high voltage to a a, a body of mercury and letting mercury literally take its own course and spin itself into a state of superfluidity. Supersolid. Similar to superfluid, a supersolid can move without friction but retains a rigid shape. Quantum spin liquid. A disordered state in a system of interacting quantum spins which preserve its disorder to very low temperatures unlike other disordered states at higher temperatures. Also, what they're telling you is it's quantum spin liquid. That's how they power stargates and things like that. Time machines. Because at high stress levels like that, operating with the energies of suns, it retains its structure and only falls into states of entropy during low energy states of existence.
That's why the Astra High Command are higher density beings, higher dimensional beings. And even though their power level would literally destroy the physical world around them on Earth, including human forms, human bodies, they can exist with their technology because it is at its quantum spin cycle. String net liquid. Atoms in this state have apparently unstable arrangements, like a liquid, but are still consi considered in an overall pattern like a solid. String net liquid. An unbreakable liquid. Time crystals. A state of where an object can have movement even at its lowest energy states. Defying and defeating pure entropy. Rydberg Polaron. A state of matter that can only exist at ultra-low temperatures and consists of atoms inside of atoms. Black super-ionic ice. A state of matter that can exist under very high pressure while excited by super-lasers. You really gotta scratch your head and think about just what's beyond the veil if even that is being discovered when you have to use super high pressure and super lasers but still once reality is literally burned into by these high power direct energy means that literally an alchemy is produced and the substances that are so rare as to be non-existent in a typical world can form into being and man may see it and classify it for the first time. Now of course this is only discovered and only researched because of its applicability in some shape or fashion with some means or whatever ends to the secret space program and the overall efforts of the Earth Alliance and its secret cabal governments that run humanity with the blessing of extraterrestrials under their authority of the Galactic Federation of Light, the Astra High Command, as their serving commanding army here in our solar system. And these were just the low energy states of matter, if you can believe that or not. The low energy states of matter, which are the ones that are observable and creatable physically in our modern world. The high energy states of matter are the ones that we could consider exotic. The ones that we consider experimental. The ones that we consider so rare as to be beyond the capabilities of all but the most advanced.
We're talking in the realm of CERN and beyond. Black world scientific projects, without a doubt. High energy states of matter. The quark gluon plasma, a phase in which quarks become free and able to move independently rather than being perpetually bound into particles, are bound to each other in a quantum lock where exerting force adds energy and eventually solidifies into another quark. In an ocean of gluons, subatomic particles that transmit the strong force that binds quarks together may be briefly attainable in particle accelerators or possibly inside neutron stars. For up to the 10 to the negative 35th power seconds after the Big Bang, the energy density of the universe was so high that the four forces of nature, strong, weak, electromagnetic, and gravitational, are thought to have been unified into one single force. The state of matter in this time is unknown. As the universe expands, the temperature and density dropped and the gravitational force separated, which is a process called symmetry breaking. For up to 10 to the negative 12 seconds after the Big Bang, most scientists think that the strong, weak, and electromagnetic forces were unified. While gravity was not. The state of matter in this time is unknown. And we'll get into just a brief reading of the four prime forces of nature, as well as hopefully the hypothesized fifth force of nature as well. Time permitting. In physics, the fundamental interactions are also known as fundamental forces. The interactions that do not appear to be reducible to more basic interactions. There are four fundamental interactions known to exist. Gravitational, electromagnetic which produces significant long-range forces whose effects can be seen directly in everyday life and the strong and weak interactions, which produce forces at minuscule subatomic distances and govern, govern nuclear and atomic interactions solely. Some scientists hypothesize that a fifth force might exist, but these hypotheses remain speculative. Each of the known fundamental interactions can be described mathematically as a field. 
The gravitational force is attributed to the curvature of space-time. The other three are discrete quantum fields, and their interactions are mediated by elementary particles, described by the standard model of particle physics. Within the standard model, the strong interaction is carried by a particle called the gluon, and is responsible for quarks binding together to form hydrons, such as protons and neutrons. This is the basic construction of an atom. As a residual effect, it creates the nuclear force that binds the later particles to form atomic nuclei. The weak interaction is carried by particles called WNZ bosons and also acts on the nucleus of atoms, mediating radioactive decay. The electromagnetic force carried by the photon creates electric and magnetic fields, which are responsible for the attraction between orbital electrons and atomic nuclei, which holds atoms together, as well as the chemical bonding and electromagnetic waves, including visible light, and forms the basis for electrical technology. Although the electromagnetic force is far stronger than gravity, it tends to cancel itself out within larger objects. So over large astronomical distances, gravity tends to be the dominant force and is responsible for holding together the large-scale structures in the universe, such as planets, stars, and galaxies. Many theoretical physicists believe these fundamental forces to be related and to become unified into a single force at very high energies on a minuscule scale, the Planck scale, but particular accelerators cannot produce the enormous energies required to experimentally probe this. Devising a common theoretical framework that would explain this relationship is called today's theoretical physicists. The weak electromagnetic forces have already been unified with the electroweak theory for which they receive some physicists seeking to unite the electroweak and strong fields within what is called a grand unified theory. An even bigger challenge to find a way to quantize the gravitational field resulting in a theory of quantum gravity, which would unite gravity in a common theoretical framework with the other three forces. Some theories, notably string theory, seek both theories within one framework unifying all four fundamental interactions along with mass generation within a theory of everything. Gravity is by far the weakest of the four interactions of the atomic scale where electromagnetic interactions dominate. But the idea that the weakness of gravity can easily be demonstrated by suspending a pen using a simple magnet such as a refrigerator magnet is fundamentally flawed. The only reason the magnet is able to hold the pen against the gravitational pull of the entire Earth is due to its relative proximity. There is clearly a short distance of separation between the magnet and the pen, where a breaking point is reached, and due to the large mass of Earth, this distance is quite small. Gravitation is thus the most important of the four fundamental forces as far as astronomy is concerned. First, gravitation has an infinite effective range, like electromagnetism, but unlike the strong and weak interactions. Second, gravity always attracts and never repels. 
In contrast, astronomical bodies tend to toward a near-neutral net electrical charge, such that the attraction to one type of charge and the repulsion of the opposite charge, most likely an electromagnetic approach, would cancel each other out over the long distance. Electroweak Interactions Electromagnetism and weak interaction appear to be very different at everyday low energies. They can be modeled using two different theories. However, above unification energy, on the order of 100 GeV, they would merge into a single electroweak force. The electroweak theory is very important for modern cosmology, particularly on how the universe has evolved. This is because shortly after the Big Bang, when the temperature was still above approximately 10 to the 15th power Kelvin, the electromagnetic force and the weak force were still merged as a combined electro-weak force. Electromagnetism The force that acts between electrically charged particles. This phenomenon includes electrostatic force acting between charged particles at rest and the combined effect of electric and magnetic forces acting between charged particles moving relative to each other. Electromagnetism has an infinite range like gravity but is vastly stronger than it and therefore describes a number of macroscopic phenomena in everyday experiences as friction, rainbows, lightning, and all human-made devices such as using as electric currents such as television, lasers, computers, and cell phones. Electromagnetism fundamentally determines all macroscopic and many atomic level properties of the chemical elements, including all chemical bonds. Weak interaction. The weak interaction or weak nuclear force is responsible for some nuclear phenomenon such as beta decay. Electromagnetism and weak force are now understood to be two aspects of a unified electro-weak interaction. This discovery was the first step toward the unified theory known as standard model. In the theory of the electro-weak interaction, the carriers of the weak force are the massive gauge bosons called the W and Z bosons. The weak interaction is the only known interaction that does not conserve parity. It is a left-right asymmetric. The weak interaction often even violates uh, symmetry, but does conserve energy. Strong interaction. The strong interaction or strong nuclear force is the most complicated interaction, mainly because of the way it varies with distance. The nuclear force is powerfully attractive between nucleons at a distance of about one femtometer, but it rapidly decreases to insignificance at distances beyond about 2.5 femtometers. A distance less than 0.7 femtometer, the nuclear force becomes repulsive. This repulsive component is responsible for the physical size of nuclei, since the nucleons can come no closer than that force will allow. After the nucleus was discovered in 1908, it was clear that a new force, today known as nuclear force, was needed to overcome the electrostatic repulsion, a manifestation of electromagnetism of the positively charged protons. Otherwise, the nucleus could not exist. Moreover, the force had to be strong enough to squeeze the protons into a volume whose diameter is about 10 to the negative 15 
meters. Such small uh, sizes that, that the entire, or much smaller than the entire size of the entire atom. From the short range of this force, Hideka Yakua predicted that it was associated with a massive force particle whose mass is approximately 100 megavolts. The 19, or sorry, he keeps going on about the uh, complicated history of the discovery of this. Forces not considered fundamental are the Higgs interaction, which is purely theoretical, and going beyond the standard model. That the fifth force of quintessence is a hypothetical form of dark energy, more precisely a scalar field, postulated as an explanation of the observation of an accelerating rate of expansion of the universe. The first example of this scenario was proposed by Ratra and Pebbles in 1988. This is very modern. The concept was expanded to more general types of time-varying dark energies, and the term quintessence was first introduced in a 1998 paper. It has been proposed by some physicists to be a fifth fundamental force. Quintessence differs from the cosmological constant explanation of dark energy and that it is dynamic. That is, is it change over time or it changes over time unlike the cosmological constant by which the definition does not change. Quintessence can be either attractive or repulsive depending on the ratio of its kinetic and potential energies. Those working with this postulate believe that quintessence became repulsive about 10 billion years ago, about 3.5 billion years after the Big Bang. A group of researchers argue in 2021 that the observations of the Hubble tension may imply that only quintessence models with a non-zero coupling constant are viable. The name comes from the word quinta essentia, fifth element in Latin, devised by Aristotle and often referred to as ether or aether, which is posited to be a pure, fine, and primogelian element. Similarly, modern quintessence would be the fifth known dynamical time-dependent and spatially inhomogeneous contribution to the overall mass-energy content of the universe. Of course, the other four components are not the ancient Greek classical elements, but rather baryons, neutrinos, dark matter, and radiation. Although neutrinos are sometimes considered radiation, the term radiation in this context is only used to refer to the massless photons. Spatial curvature of the cosmos which has not been detected, is excluded because it is non-dynamical and homogeneous. The cosmological constant would not be considered a fifth component in this sense because it is non-dynamical, homogeneous, and time-independent. So keep that in mind. That huge list of forces and states of matter 
that are scientifically disclosed to anyone, including the layman. And imagine not only the world that could be built upon that very foundation, but also, of course, the equal and opposite reality of that which is kept beyond top secret by the very elite scientific community that has become the backbone of the military-industrial complex as well as the intelligences of other species from other planets and other dimensions that could theoretically not only themselves have evolved in these exotic states of matter or in these exotic uh, prioritized fields of forces but also based their entire technology on such exotic states of matter achieving dominance within them by the time that we have encountered them and help and use that information to help understand why the Astar High Command are higher dimensional beings and the reptilians have 4D shape-shifting black goo technology and how the Solar Warden crew as well as Notwaffen and other human space programs employ anti-gravetics employ uh, seemingly impossible craft in high orbit, deep space, as well as our own atmosphere and inner Earth. It's because they are playing with these fields of sciences that are reserved only for the gods in all sense of that word because we as mere mortals will never get a chance to understand truly unless they have decreed it so. Thank you very much. This has been the Beyond Top Secret Text. You've listened to the Beyond Top Secret Text podcast. Namaste and Shalom. Iron sharpens iron. A friend sharpens a friend. Bless you guys. Bless your families. Thank you. Peace out.